Okay, Garrett, I'm here. Oh, okay. W- where were you before? Well, I tried this new app for getting to the studio today, and it really took me on a long journey. I went through, uh, it was a really long walk, and I went through the tunnel of Wi-Fi problems and then the bridge of bad mics, but I'm here in the recording studio now. But you record in your closet. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Which is in your house. Yeah, it's like eight feet from my bed. So how did you get... You know, never mind. How about we just record this episode? I'm ready. Okay. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast. I am Shin Garrett. I am Kit Kat. And I lied. This is not the tabletop episode for the 100th episode, because I didn't plan it all, because it's a lot of planning and, and stuff. So that's going to be postponed to nebulous January. We'll, we'll do it in for the, for the two-year anniversary of this show. Oh my god. God, 100 episodes, two years. What is... What have we done? Damn, that's that's a lot. Uh, so instead, we just watched episode 31 of O2 and Atmon this week. Which was a terrible decision. I think we should go back. <laughs> it's too late to go back. No. Um. Yeah, so the O2 episode this week was um, Opposites Attract, or in Japanese, A Storm of Love, A Sylphimon? I know I think that's the man's name. I don't remember, actually. Yes. That's how words work, I think, in syllables and stuff. In English. And I guess in Japanese, actually. At least for this particular creature. That's true. Um, Would you like to tell us about this episode? Uh, how about if you do it this time? We'll switch. I mean, I mean, really, it's like I'm giving you the choice of this episode or Atmon. I'm I'm okay with doing Atmon. Okay. okay. So, did you see? Did you hear? Or excuse me, did you see? Did you hear? Did you tell us what happened in this episode? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> That's fair. Well, at least at least we both thought thought the same thing. Um okay, so Black War Greymon is being Black War Greymon, but that doesn't really matter this episode, so we're just gonna sidebar it. Or put it in the back burner until we retrieve it probably next week. Um so then the kids are being sad and talking about like, man, if only if we only had one more Geogress, we we'd be set. We could totally handle this. And uh, and Vimon's being a little jerk and being like, "Yeah, hurry up, guys!" And then Davis is like, "Vimon, don't don't be like that." And that was interesting. Um, and then like Hikari is sad about Black War Greymon being only created for fighting or something. And then Miyako's like, "Oh man, I can't be like that." All 
cool and keeping everything on the inside, which is what you shouldn't do. Um, but then they go to the digital world, so whatever, putting that to the side. And then the area they're in is where Tailmon's ring was lost, I guess. So we're going to go try to find that now because Davis wants to date Hikari. And uh, Hikari goes to partner with Miyako because reasons. And then Ken and Wormon are there. And then Ken keeps like shifting between the digital world and the distorted digital world, which has the dark ocean. And he's freaking out. So then Hikari and them go and find Ken. And Ken's like, you know about the Dark Ocean, too? And they don't really talk about that. And then they get sucked into the Dark Distortion where the Dark Ocean is, and everything's all monotone. And then people can't see them. They're like ghosts and stuff. And then when they're walking, Miyako tries to, like, awkwardly keep conversation going, and no one's answering. And then Hikari says something or another, and Miyako thinks that Hikari's making fun of her for some reason. I didn't really get that part. Um, God, I'm only like halfway through this episode at this point. Um, there's a lot of events. Um, so that happens, and then they get to a, a like chasm, and. They think they see the ring down there, but Miyako goes to go down instead of Hawkmon, who can fly, so that it's dumb, but whatever. Um, but then, like, the ocean appears there, and then Hikari tries to save Miyako when she, like, breaks a rock thing, you know, that, that trope of climbing and you know, the foothold breaks or whatever. And then they fall down. Um, Ken just freaks out, because that's what Ken Ken's reaction to this is. Um, but then they're down there. Um, it wasn't the holy ring. It was a broken dark ring. Um, so that sucks. Um, Garoman and Hawkman go to find like a rope because they can't digivolve because distorted reasons, I guess. Distorted world reasons. Um, Hikari and Miyako have like a five second heart to heart and that fixes everything. Um, they get a rope, they climb up. Uh, Mummyman and Arokeniman are like, oh, these kids found their way into the dark world. Let's uh, go ahead and take them out. Um, so. When they find the Dark Ocean, a Digimon comes in from the side, and it's like, oh man, that that's awful. But then they can, like, Digivolve then because there's a hole in the world or whatever. And they go to fight. Hikari is freaking out. And then Miyako confesses to Hikari. That's the only logical thing that happened here. Um, and because of that confession, the power of light comes down, and they Jogress into Sylphimon, and then they win. Yes. And there are two slaps in this episode, so if you add that to the one slap for last week, we've had three slaps in the last two episodes. Yes, and all of the slappers went to the di- the distorted digital world together? Uh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, this was an episode. Yeah, this was definitely an episode. Um, I have an initial critique. Okay. Which is that Arakunamon... To me or the episode? The episode. Arakunamon and Mamimon should have just finished the kids off when War Greymon left because they were all uh, devolved and, you know, about to die. They could easily have finished them off even when War Greymon wasn't there. But the aesthetic. I mean... 
sure, but good lord, woman, it's it's just an aesthetic. It's just the outside. You don't care about the inside. You only care about the facade. That is. Oh, I do have one critique for you. Um, you said that the distorted world was monotone. I didn't notice that. I noticed grayscale, monochrome. Yes. I thought I said grace. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody knew what I meant. Yes, but you asked for a critique. So. Well, well, no. I asked if you were going to. That's not the same as asking for one. Six of one. Um, but yeah, I this I wanted to like this episode, but I couldn't. Just... Yeah, I can, I can jump on that that gravy train. I don't know why I wanted to make that reference, but it came out. Well, there you are. It's all gravy, as they say. I guess that's that. That is a term that I have heard. Mm-hmm. Mm. Side note: Apparently, someone thinks I'm more than one person thinks I'm very old-fashioned, and because of all my saying. So I apologize to our podcast listeners because apparently I talk old-fashioned. Okay. If you say so. Yeah, I think I, mean, I but said. Like, who doesn't know? The, the gravy train thing that was in back to the future probably uh i have no idea i think that song was in there probably um crap what's the power of love um back okay yeah google is auto completing back to the future so we're good <laughs> yeah i think it's more when i use phrases like get the heck out of dodge and cutting the rug I think for the last but two I've had trouble with. I also know both of those. You're old now, Garrett. Fuck. Cross the line. I mean, but I know it all from media. It's like it's like secondhand knowing. It's not like it's secondhand knowing. I I can't. If you think know of... something, you know something, and you don't know it secondhand. I guess maybe you're talking about the source, but it's um. Know. There's a term for for having something in your zeitgeist from media. For sure. I don't know what it is, but for sure. Yeah, I can't remember it. Um, yeah. Uh, when the when the two girls fall into the chasm and Ken is like screaming, I was like, oh, Lord, this is uh, this is a little much for some kids. I think as a child, a little child, at least I would have been frightened by this. That's fair. Falling in a large hole was always a fear of mine for some reason. It's not like it was something I really thought was going to happen to me, but. I could see how that could be frightening, though. Yeah, I mean, functionally what happens here is that um, Kari and Ken are so freaking depressive that uh, they pull Miyako into the distorted world with them. And I guess... I don't, I really don't know. Well, otherwise, how did they get there? I mean, they've both been individually, and then when they get together, like, he doesn't, he's kind of going there, or at least he thinks he's going there, and then 
Kari definitely goes there. I guess Kari was called there. They were both called there. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. I, they were both called there. They both were, were there independently. Yeah. So then this time, it seems like they weren't being called there for a purpose. They just sort of fell into it. Yeah, there just happened to... Uh, the distortion was strong there, I guess. Yeah. And they fell in. And then they were like, uh, how do we get back out? Uh, and then... The power of love is how they get back out. And then they... Then Miyako thinks that she sees the tail ring. Yeah. And... Excuse me. <sighs> Sorry. Um... Miyako thinks she sees the tail ring, and so she crawls down into this chasm against everyone's better judgment, slips, and then pulls Kari down with her. I mean, I don't know if she pulled Hikari down with her. You think Hikari jumped? Well, I think Hikari was trying to save Miyako, and then she like saw the dark ocean and freaked out and then fell. Okay, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, it seems like the Dark Ocean has an excellent sense of timing. It it just comes when your depression is at your highest. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh so it's it sort of sounds like it's a uh metaphor for for suicide, uh suicidal ideation and depression. Because could uh, be yeah, they're they're they hear it calling them. Yep. And then at their worst moments it shows up and then when Kari is falling victim to it before Miyaku slaps her, I think that's when she slaps her, yep. right? That is yeah. when Miyako slaps her. She is like knee deep in it and is saying, Don't don't take me away. Sounds like could be. Which case, the solution to people having suicidal thoughts is not to slap them. Right. Yeah. Don't don't take emotional opinions from this show. Deaf, deaf. Do not do that. Um. So before all of that, though, like, d- did you understand why Yoli thought Hikari no. was making? Okay. No, and I re- I rolled it back and watched it a second time because I was like, what just happened? Because I was tired and I thought maybe it was me, but it wasn't me. It just, she just like, I don't know. It's, I think she has a fear that people are making fun of her. And so she took it the wrong way, whichever way that was. Yeah, I don't really know because I think Hikari says something like, uh, I've been here before or, you know, something like that. And then Miyako's like, I mean, she could have been like, Chicken's only $5 today, and then Miyako would have been like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. I feel like... Go ahead. I feel like Miyako, like, rolled back a little bit from from being the better character she was a couple episodes back. Yeah. Although, so, my other theory is she got pulled into the distorted world also because she is also mildly depressed like she's not as far as the others are but being around them makes her more depressed and so she doesn't hear what people are actually saying to her she hears the negative things that her depression is telling her people are saying that's true she also handles it a different way being 
mainly through awkward rambling. Yeah. Which which can relate. Yeah. She's like, let's do this thing. Let's do that thing. Let's do this thing. And then she's like, yep. hmm. no one wants to talk to me. Yeah, I feel like they maybe should have just said something to her during that. That was kind of rude. I mean, they're both like being called by the ocean. They're not. I guess that's true. But then, like, right after Hikari says the thing, and Yoli's like, what'd you say? Yeah. She's like, step up, bitch. Let's go. Pretty much. Yeah, and then after they fall in, like, Miyako starts freaking out vocally, and then Hikari slaps her. Which, like, y'all, calm down. There's been a lot of slapping these past few episodes. He, I mean, three. Yeah. I mean, that's... I think there's only been, like, three slaps in the series. Yeah. The slap triangle was there today. Now, let's see. Uh, uh, so the girls slapped each other, and then Miyaku yep. slapped Ken. Yep. So then Ken needs to slap both of the girls, and Kari needs to slap Ken, and then they're done. E- yep, that would fulfill those three having every combination of slapping each other. Yeah, and it would it would contain the slapocalypse where everybody starts just <laughs> wailing on each other. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um Um so I don't really get Miyako's and Hikari's heart to heart when they're at the bottom of the ocean chasm thing. Nope, no idea. I mean, basically Hikari says I actually admire you while you're admiring me because my method is unhealthy. Yeah. Which it is. Yeah, so at least she knows that. I mean, getting out of denial is the first step. Like, spoilers, it doesn't get better. Oh, well. I mean, at least she's aware of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um... Also, I would have preferred a series where um, they make, like, a daisy chain of um, people joe-gressing. So it was Davis and uh, Ken, and then Ken goes with Kari, and they're jiving with this Dark World stuff. So then they joe-gress. And then okay. Kari and uh, Miyaku... Are- jive over something and they joke grass and then etc i think it would be better if that happened yeah miyako's a weird partner for hikari yeah i mean honestly uh, hikari's other partner should probably be tk because right like that that makes sense but apparently you had to pair the women together you know because sexism yeah like i'm not saying it's good and I I was not under the impression that that's what you were saying. I was just uh, commenting on the like subject. it's a, it, yeah, it's just a bad match for the two. And like, I guess I think like the backhanded explanation to to try to explain it is like they didn't want to have to deal with. Uh, uh, the words. Um, they didn't want to deal with having to deal with the 
like syncing of emotions between a man and a woman, I assume. Which is bad, but like yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Y'all can go play in traffic, like that's dumb. No, it is, but like that makes sense for the reason of why they didn't do it. Um, yes, and... Maybe you don't seem to agree. I don't. I mean, I don't... I mean, I get... Okay. I feel like I'm going to basically say the same thing you are, but for me, it's more that they need to segregate the women more than the you're focusing on the it being bad for them to interact and I'm focusing more on the they have to be together because it's gross if they're with boys it would be too much like sex I think is yeah that's that's basically the the rationale of my thought at the end yeah I know I I think we're saying the same thing just from different sides it's basically the end is like we we can't have platonic relationships. Yeah, we've spent, you know, uh, how long have we had film? Like, not long enough. Years, basically, uh, of and even before that, all of our storytelling for a very long time has been super patriarchal. We can't go back on these horrible, you know, rom coms now where men do completely horrible things to women and then the women are like totally into it. It'd be a serious problem if they could understand each other and have real emotions, real emotional connections. Yeah. Duh. Duh. (laughs) I'm sad about media. (laughs) Might be. Um, Now media is ruined for me. Um, I mean, it's funny. Once you like realize is gone. how bad rom coms are, it's hard to come back from it. It really is. Like, you know, but Scrubs is a rom com, though. Have I now just ruined that for you? Uh, no. I mean, I had already ruined it for myself. So okay. Are there and the thing is, like, problematic stuff can still have positive parts to it. Like, that's definitely a truth. It, things are not black and white. Except in monochrome world. I mean, so, like, flip side, like, Miyako's totally confessing to Hikari, right? About? About her love. Like, that. Like that's just not, like, a friend thing. There's something I, more there, right? Eh? Uh, I read it as that. That's because you want to ship those two. I don't. Oh. Who do you want to ship, Garrett? You don't want to ship Cody and Ken. You don't want to ship Hikari and Miyako. Miyako. I, I don't know who I want to ship. I better get on it, boy. Well, no, I accept the the, the canonical ship of, of Yoli and Ken. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like both of them, therefore they should be together. Okay. So, I guess that's true. You don't like Cody and you don't like Hikari, so... I mean, Hikari's fine. She's just never really a character. Oh, wait. Does this pass... Oh, I can't think of the name of the test. 
They're oh, not the talking Bechtel yeah. test? Bechtel, yes, thank you. Because they're talking to each other and not about a man. Yeah, no, they're not talking about Ken. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they pass. that passes. Look at this. It's feminist television. Yeah. And that's why they're gay for each other. I mean, that I is the only explanation I have for this. <laughs> Two women talking to each other, not about a man. Really, really? If, if you hear the voice of darkness, I'll scream. If the darkness is swallowing you, I'll grab your hands and bring you back. I, I guess. Yes. I don't know. It, there. Don't don't. So don't say it's over. I'm just quoting this episode at this point. Don't say it's over. I don't. That was the next line. That being said, <laughs> maybe I was not paying as good attention as I should have. My apologies. so then the light comes down, and then yeah, that part I felt was romantic when she was like, "Oh, it's because yeah. you're the light." Yeah, yeah, because you're the light. You're the light that shines through the dark. Yeah, no, she does. Uh, it's my girl. Playing both teams, and then and then they do this weird smile to each other, and then they Joe Grass. <laughs> okay, therefore off topic. they have they have Joe Grass through the power of love. Yes, that is the gayest of uh, Joe Grasses. I mean, the, the Davison Ken one probably is too, but I don't know. They don't really seem. I mean, Davis does seem like he's like kind of crushing on Ken when they could, uh, are getting. He just together. doesn't know how to internalize it yet. He's like me, where no one told him that was a thing that could happen to you. So he's just like, "Boy, I really like this guy as a friend because that's the only thing that I know that I can do. I'm only imagining him at night alone by myself because he's my friend." Fucking society, keeping you from your real, <laughs> true meaning in life. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think I'm good now. <laughs> right, what, what, uh, what were you trying to say? <laughs> Just that uh, Ken, I mean, uh, Davis doesn't realize that. No, he... no, no. Before that, you were trying to say something. Oh, I was. You were like um, off topic for a second. Oh, oh, because you said the weird smile thing. My professor likes to have us do group work, and uh, she keeps saying, like, before you start, smile encouragingly at your neighbor. And I have the worst, like, smile on command smile. It's horrible. And so then she saw me the other day, and she was like, maybe we shouldn't have you guys smile at each other. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'll just go die in a corner somewhere from embarrassment, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Oh, there was that little part in the beginning of the dub where, uh, Mummy Mon says something about, I'll be your slave to Eric and Mon. Man, I just, at this point, I'm just desensitized to it and did not even notice. I was like, huh, okay, well, you do you. I don't know, maybe RK wants into that. Like, maybe they just have a good BDSM relationship. I mean, I hope so, but 
they could be spending way more time in the bedroom if they weren't trying to murder these children. That's part of their kink. Oh my god, you're totally right. <laughs> Is that they they like can't they're being you know kept from doing the things they want to do. They're uh, having to extend their or delay their gratification. Uh, All right. Okay. So now that now that we've ruined this episode, yay! Uh, I guess man, I have to. This huh? this episode should have been good. Like the dark ocean's cool. Yeah, I mean the dark ocean didn't appear that much. Tbh. Yeah, it didn't do anything. There was no cool Cthulhu monster. No. Um. It just existed. And now we have Sylphimon, so now I guess the two of them can go murder uh, Black War Greymon. I mean, I mean, no, I don't think that's how that works, but that's what uh, they that's think. That's why they said, they said we need one more Jogress and then we can murder him. They didn't use those exact words. I don't remember murder being used. I mean, probably not. I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Um, yeah, so at on this, uh, episode was called Traveling Companion? Tripmon's Terrible Trip. Which, it actually wasn't Tripmon's trip. I mean, Tripmon changed the trip, so it kind of was his. I guess, yeah, he, he owns the trip in the sense of, like, he created it. That's true. Um, and the... 60-second recap of this is that there are two storylines. One is that Tripmon is fucking with them and sent them to the wrong place, and they go through all these things uh, to get there, and then it's actually kind of a terrible resort um, full of wolf malice. And then the other storyline is that Offmon is fucking weird and hiding things and afraid of people and making his friend feel bad, and then he goes off on his own, and Cowboy Mon, whatever his name is, shows up and tries to murder him, and Eugen saves him, so then he goes and... I was going to say Joe Gresses, but whatever. He does the thing. What am I the word I'm looking for? Digivolves? Yeah, yeah, he digivolves. And then he uh, turns into this wolf thing, and then it... Then he, at the end, seems to not know how to stop being the wolf and is maybe going to hurt his friends. And that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah. So, so, so the problem with this episode is the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, mm, what is this word? The... Like the the new toyness of Offman is is gone now. Yeah, and now it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it really is. It's like either join the group or don't stop being a weirdo. Like, I mean, like if they wanted to portray someone who had extreme social anxiety, they're kind of close to that, but then at the same time, really not. And so, I don't know. It would be nice if they were like, 
hey, this is something that people go through. I mean, Eugene's trying to be nice to him. And everyone else is trying to be understanding. So actually, I guess it's a pretty good representation of how you're supposed to deal with it. But I think this is just a representation of how not to try to fix it. Because I feel like, especially Ari is is like pushing it too much and I feel like like that's part of the problem. Yeah. And Afon should just be like fucking chill. <laughs> well, and I don't entire the other thing is like they they really don't resolve whatever's Offman's problem is. No. And so, man, this entire time before like he turned at the end, I'm like, "Oh man, he doesn't want to let them know his evolved form is a wolf because they're talking about all this wolf stuff. Yeah, they kind of called that from far out. My other thought was that maybe he was um, actually an agent of uh, Leviathan, but uh, there was too much call out for like how bad wolves are. Yeah, I hope they address that next episode. Otherwise, it's going to be really weird. Yeah, I, I feel like they really didn't resolve this. I don't know why they're turning it into like a two-parter. Because uh, cause Offman's here now, and if Offman's not on screen, everybody should be asking where Offman is. I mean, if Offman's on screen, isn't it an off-screen? Or. <laughs> or. I, I I didn't want to say yes or no, so I said or. <laughs> An excellent response choice, I guess. Um, it's the secret third response choice. Uh, but I guess this episode tells us that Aerie's doing well. I guess she's getting rewarded. Yeah, except then it gets changed, so then she's not really getting her reward. It's just turning into another Leviathan thing. And they don't, yeah, they don't resolve that. She doesn't get to actually go to the right place. And also, they don't, I mean, I'm assuming from the way that it's going that the haunted or whatever um, resort that they're at is clearly just trying to make money off of being haunted and selling people stuff, you know, which Ari's completely falling for. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is completely falling for it. Um, yes. Uh, oh, a quick note. They changed the intro? Okay, did they? I... Wait, for Atman? Yeah. Hasn't it been changed for a while? Oh, I don't know, maybe. I sort of usually skip through that part, and so I think I... I don't know, I just noticed that it was different. Are you referring to the new song? The new song's been here for a while. Not the new song. I know about that. But the... I thought the animation was different. Maybe I I kind of thought that too, so it might have been. Um, but I also thought that for O two and. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I remember what the O two intro is like. I know the music. Na 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 na. That's a horrible representation, but it, I can hear it in my head. Whatever you say. Na 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 na. Um, please 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 save me and put this in here so people can hear nope no (laughs) 
Um, okay. Yeah. And then they're on the train. And also this, um, Atmon, infected Atmon keeps poking his head out of her phone, but nobody notices him. Haru right? doesn't have his like, yeah, Atmon sense like he usually does. Yeah. This is bad. Well, no, I'm not going to say bad. I, I'm making a conscious effort to be more positive and talk about positive things and not be strictly negative. You can be like me and always say, well, it's not horrendous. <laughs> like, I, it's not. I don't like it. It's not that it's bad. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, I feel like it could have been better more so than anything. Just. Yeah. So, like, we haven't had, like, a really interesting Atmon episode in a while. No. Um, like, they haven't played with, like, the themes of, like, what the app is or anything, or anything super interesting. And I feel like ever since we got to, like, the second the second season, quote-unquote, of Atmon, when they changed channels or whatnot, it's kind changed of fell... Channels? Oh, changed oh. time slots. Got you. I, yeah... I was confused, but that's pretty normal um, for me. It's kind of regressed into like it's uh it's like episode of the week stuff instead of like continuing the macro plot. I mean, but are they I don't know how they do this in Japan. Are they making the episodes like right before they air, or did they make a bunch of them and then they decide where to air it? I don't know. But either way, like it's like they have Eugen at this point, so it has to be after they open the gate to the deep web. Yeah. And so, like, we've been to the deep web once, and then we've just been doing, like, at Mind yeah. of the Week stuff since. Then they just, like, walked away from it. Yeah. I don't even think we've seen Ray in, like, a couple episodes. No. So, um, that is where I'm not a super fan of. Of this, like, I'm not, I'm not sure what it's trying to do. I don't know if it, like, we're trying to establish a new status quo before we then mess it up. Maybe. I don't know it, it, if we need to give a bunch of episodes to Eugen and Offman before we continue. Like, I'm not, I'm well, not it, sure what we're doing here. Yeah, and, like, I mean, so, okay, so this episode we got him to Digivolve, right? So yep. I guess that's a plus for them. And maybe they're going to have some kind of Joe Gress type of dealy themselves. So there might be some time for that. Or like some new evolution that they need. But it is kind of weird that they're just like spend all this time trying to get into the, the deep web. And then they're like, actually, we're just going to go back to being normal weirdos. And then forget about the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, Ray must be pissed. He was like, y'all were so close, and then you just left me to go find my brother by myself. Yeah. His brother could be Eugen, for all we know. Uh, well, you know, apparently. Cheater. I forgot at this point, honestly. I forgot. Garrett. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, commit it to memory when I, like, when I glanced at the wiki page, and it was, like, the first sentence. I'm really tempted to go to the wiki page and, like, put one sentence in front of it. <laughs> How are you going to do that without reading the one sentence? 
Mm, I'll just make up a random sentence. I'll be like, Eugen has red hair and wears green clothes, and he's very nice. And then, then it won't be the first sentence. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at like the episode titles for the next couple of episodes. I don't, I don't think we're getting back to the plot anytime soon. Oh, lovely. That's that's weird. I feel like they really. And should... I think there's these two episodes you aren't gonna like. Okay, because. Because you don't like Ari. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. I suffered through this one. I can suffer through a couple more. Um. Uh. Okay. Did you catch the lunches they had on the train? Were like individualized to them. Oh yeah the the food porn section of the episode. Yeah. Um, my favorite section. <laughs> it kind of was the high point of this episode. And Offman got the needed kids lunch. As some of those puns only work if you can see the subtitles. Yes. I'm also just obsessed with food, so I was yeah. super into it. Yeah, most of them sounded good. The needed one didn't because I don't like fish things, so wow. needed fish paste does not do it for me. Not sure why they needed it, but whatever. To make it soft? I mean, um, kneading is traditionally a verb used with some kind of dough, um, which has a very different consistency than fish paste, which is a um, sticky kind of... Maybe they doughed around the fish paste? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't like fish, so it didn't do anything for me. Well, I'm sure the fish are perfectly happy not to die so you can eat them. Yeah. There's plenty of other people doing it. (laughs) Including me sometimes. You know, and and global warming. Speaking of um, uh, Globemon, his little speech thing was, Globe, globe, globalization, I'm at the center of everything. And I was just like, what? That's not new. I know, but I heard it again, and I was just like, what's enough? Wasn't it globe, global, globalization? Oh, maybe. I just heard him say globe, globe, which makes him sound like a fish going like blub, blub, globe, globe. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Also, can we talk about their bad strategy of just using all their ultimates at once? I know, right? Dum-dums. It's like, like, it's like is- Tripmon's not difficult. Yeah, and, like, uh, Globemon didn't even help with them. It was the other two. It was only one of them even, right, that hit him, and then... Well, you're right. How about that? Yeah, Atmon hasn't been... I have not been enjoying Atmon recently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm kind of hoping it gets better soon, but... You're telling me the next episodes are about Aries. I have noticed recently that all the episodes about um, Aries seem to be full of fart jokes, which is also not something I particularly enjoy. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Ah, but there's a lot of farts, so. Y'all need to lay off the dairy, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. This is an episode... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think my issue is just like, I feel like we're back at the beginning of the show with the content that we're getting, except it's less interesting than the stuff we got in the beginning of the show. Yeah. 
No, I agree. It's it's a little frustrating. It's back to being like regular Digimon where you're kind of like, this was fun when I was a kid and didn't really play that pay that close of attention. But now it's kind of annoying. Like O2 has at least been interesting flawed. Yeah. I well, eh. Sometimes. I don't know. I th- I think O2 has been the better episode we've watched for the last couple of weeks. I realize that I'm kind of like weirdly negative about TV shows a lot. Like uh last weekend when I was or no, weekend before that when I was sick. Um I was just watching a lot of uh the show called Lost Girl and um it's about a gal who finds out that she's a succubus and like a you know a fairy they call themselves fairies and they um there's like a whole world of them and whatever she's it's kind of like monster of the day format in for like a supernatural type show and i don't like it but i kept watching it yeah i mean i hate watch things all the time I just, it seems like a horrible way to live your life. Why fill your brain full of things that you don't like? But I was sick. Because Cat, I mean, the, the reboot reboot is the most amazing, the why? most amazing train wreck I've no. ever seen. Why would you, why would you participate in that? Have you not seen my Twitter thread about it where I live tweeted the entire experience? I mean, honey, I don't go on Twitter or Facebook. So. That's fair. I should just link it to you, though, so then you can know. <laughs> I sure. I haven't watched season two yet, so. They made a second season? Yeah. What? Where is this on? Like, what? Canada. Who did this? Huh? And Netflix. What was the first one? Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. But it's also on Netflix. Okay. Huh. And I watched the entire first season. On purpose. On purpose. Rather than, say, doing something you actually enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Okay, well, if you enjoyed it, that's different. But you said hate watching. Well, yeah, because it's bad. I forget about you in the bad movies thing. Like, it is, it is, it is a really interesting train wreck. I am not super into train wrecks, generally speaking. I don't know. I I just, like, I will probably never watch that thing again. I just, like, was binging episodes. I kept waiting for it to get better. I think that's what was so frustrating. And and Atmon has been better in the past, so it's that, like... Yeah, it has. It's like, okay, either it's going down... And we're never getting it back. Or, like, this is just a bad period if we could just hang on. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. It's like a relationship. It's tough to know if you should jump ship or not. Because if it's been okay in the past and then it's kind of crappy for a while, like, when do you realize that a while is forever and jump? I mean, we don't have an option. (laughs) That's a real interesting metaphor. We don't have an option because we're doing a podcast about the show. Yeah. <laughs> so we just have to stay in there. But Well, I mean, at this point, we're, we've only got like 21 episodes left. Only 20. So when are we going to end? Uh, end what? I mean, the series. So there's like well, 
There's 52 episodes. Right. We just, we, this is 31. So when did we start? Like February, March? I don't remember. That's uh, what I'm asking. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, It'll be in 2019. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Unless we like do four episodes every episode. Also true. What are we watching after this? Um, well, the next season is Tamers. But I think I've I've threatened for years that before Tamers, we're watching um, the one Ultraman that the one writer of Tamers worked on. Why? That's not Digimon. Yeah, but it's Ultraman. It's, it's my but other don't interest. don't have to start another podcast? Because it can't be going digital of Digimon Rewatch podcast that is taking a, a year break and watching an Ultraman thing. I mean, I I don't think we would take a year break. I think it would just be like a mini series of episodes. How many episodes are there in this Ultraman thing? You know, a number. So a year long mini series? No, nah, it's definitely not a year long mini series. Like it's, a six it, month mini series. I I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and who's doing this with you? Um, you. I just haven't. <laughs> You, yeah, you, you, I think I've told Me? you at one point. Yeah, I mean, it's only 51 episodes. Garrett. Yes. That is a year, my friend. Well, we're not going to cover it one episode at a time. You're going to make me watch more than one episode of this at a time? Yeah. Okay. I guess technically I watch three episodes now. That's true. But two of them are the same episode. So I really watch one episode twice and then I watch another episode. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I guess I'm resigned to my fate. Yeah, you, you signed a any- contract and everything. So you- I did not sign anything, sir. No, you did. I totally no. have it. No, I didn't, though. I totally have it. No. Okay, well, show it to me then. Okay, I will. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this episode? No, I think we've been out of things to talk about this episode for a while at this point. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we I mean, let me shop. Let me skim through my notes to see if there's anything. I didn't have anything else of interest to my notes. I just had a note that said Gnashing Teeth Valley. Because yeah. that's weird. No, I don't have anything else interesting. It was just kind of the... Offbond has become kind of annoying. He was cute, but now he's annoying. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, we have a website, and it's got links on it. Oh, you're doing this this, this week? Podcast dot something or other. Um, <laughs> What's the URL? That's a really good question. I usually just, uh, it's like, I usually just press G, and then it shows up. All right, so this was this was an interesting experiment. Um, you can find this on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com. Dot com, yes. Yeah. And We're... there's links there to all the episodes and also a link to listen to uh, Apple Podcasts. Listen on Apple Podcasts. There's one for subscribing via RSS. There's one for Twitter and Facebook and email. And then at the very bottom of the page... Garrett's picture is there. Well, not his real picture, but more or less. And then a thing where you can follow him. 
It's it's a very nice website. Okay. And there's Good. show Good notes job. on there. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um yeah, and then that you can listen to my other show, Journey Through the Decacast, at journeythroughthedecacast.com. Um so now so now Evan can't yell at me for not promoting the other podcast on the more popular podcast. We're popular? Uh in in comparison to my other podcast. <laughs> I mean your other podcast is a baby though. I mean like the twelfth episode was today. Holy cannoli. I've listened to one. <laughs> was- you had a bit to catch up on. It's confusing, Garrett. I don't know what y'all are talking about. A karate bugman. That's yeah. There's this podcast called The Dollop. Have you listened to The Dollop? No. Okay. It's uh um it's two comedians and one of them brings weird things from American history that the other one hasn't heard about and then he tells them the dude about them and so the the dude who doesn't know about it he's like what the hell all the time and it's really funny so i've been listening to that a lot okie dokie i recommend it it's not always super politically correct or you know i mean neither is digimon this is true yeah but as as we've established yes um uh, so are you ready for the haiku? Yes, I'm ready for the haiku. It's, it's not a good one, but it is. Oh, fancy villas, the refreshing... Oh, fancy villas, the refreshing clear blue sky, but no, wolf malice. That was, that was good. That was fine. Oh, thank you. Delivery, maybe slightly less so, but... Um, The Digivolution does not have Nash teeth. Uh, and to our listeners who celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that would be this this week's podcast. Indeed. Um yeah, and good time. Good night. And stop. <laughs> <laughs>